Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Today is episode 196, my 30th reflection and observations episode. As I edge ever so closer to the bicentennial episode, I just want to point out that everything I have done has taken me time, consistency and effort. It's required me to adopt new habits, to take action and to be positive about what I want to achieve. Consistency was a topic of my latest Friday Focus weekly newsletter, And do you have the discipline of consistency? What areas of your life would benefit from consistency today? I ask you this because what you do today matters. In fact, what you do every day matters. If you want to design your future and create the success that you really desire, you need to understand that the choices you make in every moment will compound and make all the difference. Master the mundane in your life to achieve the success you desire. As Darren Hardy said in The Compound Effect, small, everyday habits and decisions will take you either to the life you desire or to disaster by default. Small, yet seemingly insignificant steps completed consistently over time will create a massive difference. Your life is a product of the daily choices you make and you can change your life simply by changing your choices. Your thoughts and your choices lead to your actions, which lead to the results which in turn define your future. As Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time. John C. Maxwell. So what is consistency? It's the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way. A trait that is much admired, but with one huge caveat. There's no point being consistent unless it has a focus on quality. Consistency with quality. Don't call it a newsletter, they said. No one will sign up, they said. Newsletters are dead, they said. No one will read them, they said. Well, against advice, I launched Friday Focus on the 14th of August 2020 and found email newsletters to be very much alive as people signed up for them. And not only do they read them, I get great feedback. And it was going against this advice that was offered freely to me that on Friday I celebrated one year of consistently producing a quality, short and punchy weekly newsletter, focusing on just one topic with just one action recommended. Are you subscribed to the newsletter? If not, head over to amyrowlandson.com and subscribe today. A big advocate of consistency and of newsletters is one of my early Focus on Why guests, Europe's leading LinkedIn expert, Sam Rathling. And she said in her episode 005, The Art of Social Selling, that it's about being consistent and showing up, being visible and demonstrating your credibility. Sam's favourite quote and maxim in life focuses on the importance of consistency. Long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity, Bruce Lee. Consistency is often overlooked and underrated as a quality. However, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Everything is connected. What may appear to be relatively small things will compound over time. 
Consistency is the key to success. It's what you do consistently that will shape your life. It's what you do every day that matters more than what you do occasionally. Consistency overrides perfection and goals are achieved with consistency as the everyday ordinary becomes the extraordinary. Just take a look of what has been achieved right now at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Competitors have tirelessly, with a focus on consistency, trained and prepared for this very moment in their lives. They may not all come away with a medal, however they do earn the right to call themselves Olympians. Ordinary people becoming extraordinary. And when I say ordinary people, I mean those who you surround yourself with every day. For example, Dina Asher-Smith, Olympic medalist and current world champion, actually went to the same school as my daughter, as did Emma Raducanu, who graced us with her incredible tennis at Wimbledon. Not only is she at the same school as my daughter, they're in the same year. They may seem ordinary, but they are extraordinary. You may seem ordinary, but you are extraordinary. Success isn't always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Greatness will come. Dwayne Johnson. So here I am, one year later, with 52 newsletters under my belt. If you didn't catch them, you can actually check them out on my website, amyrollinson.com forward slash blog. And in this episode today, my 30th Reflections and Observations episode, is my opportunity to reflect on the last five episodes. A bit of a boost with George Anderson, episode 191. 192 was Everything is Negotiable with Derek Arden. 193, Strengthen Your Struggle with Caroline Strawson. 194, Building Brand You with Kim Hamer. And 195, Bold Decisions with Andrew Payne. In that first episode today, 191, a bit of a boost with George Anderson, he shares his curiosity, shares my curiosity about finding out more about people and their perspectives. And a podcast does that. It gives you that opportunity to speak to people from all walks of life and you can be curious. And something that George said was about the recipe for an unhappy life. He could have pursued a career that he'd set a firm course for, yet he knew it was not for him. The money and the security of a job and a career were not strong enough motivations to persuade him to stay on the course that he'd set. He steered away from it and he followed his core values. A wise head on young shoulders, he watched his peers advance in their careers as he set about being an entrepreneur and designing a life of his own. George talked recently of how stopping and pausing and enjoying being in the moment has forced him to slow down, to take a pause to ride out the silence and sit with it. He recognised that he'd fallen into that cliché of human doing and not human being. George is very self-aware of his self-talk, the constant conversation, and has managed to separate out the conversations. He talks of the journaling and he talks of the Zen theory of change. I free myself not by trying to free myself, but by noticing when I am imprisoning myself in the moment that I am imprisoning myself. He recognised that just by noticing that these are the thoughts he's having, these are the beliefs he's having, and how does he challenge that? How does he change that? Instead of doing that, just noticing, and even that then creates a separation. He said it was like prying open bars of a prison, and then all of a sudden you're on the other side as the observer. Incredibly liberating and potentially simple to do. This is where George speaks of the benefits of simply taking the time and notice what you notice through journaling or mindfulness or qigong. And George talked of the Enneagram system, 
I've popped a link into the show notes, and it's not a system that I'd heard of before, and so I looked into it. According to the Enneagram Institute, everyone emerges from childhood with one of the nine types dominating their personality, with inborn temperament and other prenatal factors being the main determinants of a type. This is one area where most of all the major Enneagram authors agree that we are born with a dominant type. Subsequently, this inborn orientation largely determines the ways in which we learn to adopt to our early childhood environment. Now, I'm going to be exploring this system in more detail, but I'm providing you with a quick overview. It highlights personality types determined into three centers of intuitive thinking and feeling. Then there's a dominant emotion of anger, fear or shame. And either side of your dominant type, you make you have a wing which complements, but can also contradict your dominant personality. There are also nine levels of development on a spectrum of healthy through average to unhealthy, with three instincts of self-preservation, social and sexual. As I said, there's a link in the show notes if you're keen to explore this further. I know I am. George's why is about making a difference. With his core values of freedom, ambition, harmony and making a difference, a 20-year career in the well-being industry is combined with his experience and his education in behavioural sciences such as positive psychology, mindfulness, NLP and neuroscience coaching. And they all uniquely position George to help individuals to make the changes in their lives both practically and mentally. As I said, curiosity fuels George's pursuit of creating a better way for himself and for others and in doing so gives everyone a bit of a boost. So what makes you tick? What's your why? Do you know? Are you curious to know? If you're interested in knowing how to create a life with purpose, just book a call in with me and we can take it from there. Go to canonly.com forward slash Amy Rollinson forward slash call. There's a link in the show notes if you didn't catch it. And together, let's focus on why. Next up is episode 192, Everything is Negotiable with Derek Arden. Losing a deal and subsequently a large client account at work led to the pursuit of betterment to become the best negotiator possible. As both a lifelong learner and a teacher at heart, Derek Arden started to study the art of negotiation. Understanding that everything is negotiable, Derek negotiated his way through his career into an early retirement and went on to be voted as a UK's number one speaker on negotiation. Now, Derek and I both made a big decision back in March last year in 2020 with a sole focus on what we can do to help people. And it was on that 23rd of March that I closed down my business and thought about starting a new podcast. And on that same day, Derek started his weekly show every Monday at 5 p.m., which he later repurposed into a podcast and a YouTube video version. And it's still going strong over a year and 100 plus episodes later. Derek says that as he gets older, it's not about money and achievement, it's about leaving a legacy. Early on in life, Derek was encouraged to step outside the box by his parents, to stick around with smart people and model them. A simple yet very effective approach, which has shaped Derek's life even more so today than ever before. It was a book that instigated the change of Derek's course of his direction in life. And that book was Everything's Negotiable by Gavin Kennedy. Hence the title of this episode, or to go even further, potentially the maxim by which Derek operates. Derek recognised his why was to be a teacher in life. 
not in the traditional school teacher way, but in whatever role he chooses, there was always going to be a teaching element involved. Do you believe everything is negotiable? Derek does, 100%. But is it worth the time and energy to negotiate everything all the time? Perhaps this is why we potentially lose our great negotiating skills. As a child, you were a fantastic negotiator. So what happened to your negotiating skills after childhood? Derek posted a poll on LinkedIn recently and it gave him the results of 25% never negotiate anything. 25% of people always negotiate, leaving 50% somewhere in the middle. So is everything negotiable? Another poll that Derek posted two months ago now suggested that 70% thought yes, 25% said no and 5% don't know. What do you think? Derek has read hundreds of business books. He's taught himself to speed read. He even went to Harvard Business School to understand more about negotiation. And as I said, he negotiated his way out of the city with a maximum redundancy package. Not that you'd call Derek retired now. He's simply on his second career with a potential third on the horizon. But what he did say was that life was not a rehearsal. And I get it. It's a potentially a modern proverb for carpe diem. Yet I still see so many people living a life as though they have a spare life in reserve. Time is passing, people. Wake up and realise that this is your life. This is the real thing. Enjoy. Savour it. Use every moment of your day. Focus on Why is a podcast which focuses on life not being a rehearsal. It's focused on your inevitable mortality and impermanence of your brush with humanity, of your transience. I'm simply capturing fulfilling moments. I'm not just filling in the moments. There is a cavernous rift of difference between the two. An observation that Derek made, and one that I've also noticed, is that people continue to learn, continue to contribute and help other people. And those people tend to live longer. They tend to have a more fulfilling life and they tend to be fitter, more mentally agile. I'm with you on that, Derek. Let's continue teaching learning if that's what happens let's have more and do more and be more in life we will live longer we will live a fulfilling life and hopefully we will be fitter and more mentally agile and if you don't ask you don't get that's what Derek says if you don't ask you don't give the other person the opportunity to say yes I hadn't really thought of it from that perspective but it makes sense And other questions that Derek raises are, what are you good at? What do you love doing? Why are you on the planet? What's the what of the why? He says to stick around with winners, because if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. So go out and try something different. My next reflection focuses on episode 193, Strengthen Your Struggle with Caroline Strawson. Personally experiencing trauma caused by narcissistic abuse, Caroline found herself self-harming and struggling with complex PTSD, depression and anxiety. After rebuilding her life from being 70,000 in debt and having a house repossessed, Caroline now helps people to understand that narcissistic trauma doesn't have to define you and to view narcissism through a trauma-informed lens. By taking those little steps, They'll lead to giant leaps and Caroline now helps thousands globally to heal the trauma of narcissistic abuse. And she is on a mission through post-traumatic growth to help you to find strength in your struggle. Narcissists aren't born narcissists, Caroline says. 
It comes from trauma and childhood. Whilst childhood trauma explains it, it certainly doesn't excuse behaviour. Abuse is abuse. Other people's behaviour has no reflection on those who are the victims. It may have happened to you, but it certainly is not a reflection of you. Caroline describes what trauma is and how to heal from it. She explains what a narcissist is and how the true meaning goes far beyond the nine traits listed. Caroline has identified 36 traits which include manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, grandiosity and lack of empathy or no empathy. She says that the covert narcissist is, is the most dangerous or destructive type presents themselves as victims, the poor me people. And what I want to pick up on is that anyone who believes and says I am not good enough becomes a magnet to a narcissist. Just as Sarah Ferris flagged in episode 186, Conning the Con, if you're not aware of what a sociopath preys on, then you could fall foul of one. So it is the same with a narcissist. Educate yourself to understand what a narcissist is and what key traits they possess. And alongside that, identify why you believe you may not be good enough and why you say that to yourself. And what does I am not good enough really mean? Use the five whys technique to get to the root cause. Ask yourself why. And when you get an answer, ask yourself why again. Initially, you're likely to get answers that come from the head. But as you keep going, they'll start to come from the heart. Why, 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 why? Caroline shows the growth you will have because of your trauma, how she found her strength through the struggle. This is how she now helps others to understand that narcissistic trauma doesn't have to define them. And she helps people to find meaning in what they've gone through. It all comes down to focusing on what you want, not what you don't want. It sounds so simple and it is. And yet in reality, it's not that straightforward, especially if you are in a relationship with a narcissist. However, as with most things in life, it's the little steps which count as they lead to giant leaps. They compound over time. Know that wherever you are right now does not need to define you from where you've been and it does not mean it will be how you are for the rest of your life. Caroline's advice is to get curious about one thing, just one thing. What one thing could you start to do right now that can support you moving towards your best self? Now, this doesn't have to be if you're in a relationship with a narcissist. This could be advice for anyone. Get curious about that one thing and become a better version of yourself today. Next up is episode 194, Building Brand You with Kim Hamer. With a clear purpose to live a vibrant, joyful and fulfilling life, combined with the core values of joy, focus, decisiveness, growth and exploration, international business coach Kim Hamer helps you to unlock your greatest asset. And in case you don't know what that your greatest asset is, it's you. A visionary who for years favoured the security environment that her corporate job had provided her until an opportunity to focus on a Kim-shaped box enticed her away into the entrepreneurial space. Now, Kim offers you the same opportunity and shares what is involved in building brand you. And what is a Kim-shaped box, I asked. It evolves all the time, she said. Have you considered what your unique shaped box looks like? Is it evolving like Kim's? Does it even exist? Or will you have to build it as Kim had to? 
It's all about looking inwards first and asking, who am I? Who am I really? How do I harness that? How do I amplify that to build the kind of life I want? This is what Kim says. And then the biggest question that she advocates to really identify what your box looks like is, what am I great at? Echoing and potentially stepping up a level from Derek Arden's question, what am I good at? What are you great at? Can you answer that question without hesitation? If not, it could be the case that you're not leveraging your superpowers. Do you know and have full clarity of what you're great at, what your values are, what your superpowers are? And in terms of answering these questions, Kim believes that listening is one of the best things that you can do in actually building your brand. Because your brand exists in the world of other people. It's about other people's perceptions of you. Now that's a curious thing about brands. Their value is found purely in the eye of the beholder. Companies or individuals in essence don't own their own brand. It's collectively owned in the minds of the audience as each person has their own filters and map of the world combined with their own unique experiences to produce their own interpretations. Fascinating to reflect on this and tie in with what Bill Schley said back in episode 70, Keep It Simple. It's not what people hear, it's what they repeat. Clear, catchy microscripts help people to understand, to interpret and to adopt brands. I recently worked with Kim to help her launch her podcast. Despite being an expert in branding, the medium of podcasting was an unknown entity and she didn't know what podcasting could do for her brand. Well, she does now. Taking a big leap, she has experienced mind-blowing results. She absolutely smashed her launch and she still messages me daily now with new chart positions in new countries. Well done, Kim. Really well deserved. And my final reflection today turns towards episode 195, Bold Decisions with Andrew Payne. We all wear many hats in life. How many hats do you actually wear? Have a go at counting them. You may be surprised at just how many roles you hold in life. Andrew states he wears four hats, but actually counting his hats, there were many, many more than four. Fashion consultant, war zone reporter, triage nurse, general clown, cook, high pressure negotiator, husband, father of five, professional speaker, TEDx speaker, volunteer, campaigner, charity trustee and advocate for victims of domestic violence. Now that's some juggling at and that must be some hat stand to hold all those hats too. Having experienced long-term abuse in a former marriage, Andrew is now through to the other side, happily remarried, and has created a model to help people create boundaries. He's raising awareness that domestic abuse is not a gender issue, and he's using his life lessons to help leadership and critical decision-making in business, and to prevent burnout and procrastination. It's the creation of boundaries that I want to pick up on. Andrew said that he had no sense of boundaries originally, and then when he sensed the lack of boundaries, he then didn't know how to create them. Andrew now has his own model, and I was curious to explore my own boundaries, where they may be blurred, or perhaps a better word to use is flexible, because being flexible to review your boundaries, how they're serving you, is an ideal way of looking at them. And what are boundaries? Well, they are the limits and rules that you have for relationships with others and with yourself. And where do having boundaries in place affect you in terms of you valuing your time, energy, emotions, thoughts, personal space, sexuality, cultures, ethics and, and values? It can also affect your physical and mental well-being. Boundaries protect you from being exposed to stress. 
And there are five different types of boundaries, physical, emotional, sexual, intellectual and financial. And it boils down to looking after yourself through the creation of these boundaries. It's about empowerment. And it's about improving your self-esteem and the relationships that you have with yourself and with others. It helps you to conserve your emotional energy, helps you to set your personal limits. So in terms of creating boundaries, identify where you may need them as a priority and start small and reflect on how they make a difference to you. It's about being consistent. I spoke about the benefits of consistency earlier. Give yourself time to gain perspective and recognize the importance of setting and maintaining boundaries. Say no to things that are not needed in your life to preserve them. Show people how they are to treat you by showing them how you treat yourself. Love yourself and you will be loved. Andrew applies his model of boundaries in his work today and he brought two very different characters into the conversation to prove his point about how unchecked perseverance is dangerous and damaging. He compared Winston Churchill with Peter Rabbit, probably a pairing not ever been compared before. So how do you know when to pull the plug or persevere, when to play it safe or do something audacious or when to batten down the hatches or make bold decisions? Well, if you have those boundaries in place, you will be able to make the bold decisions in your life. So, as always, a diverse set of guests on the show sharing why they do what they do. And when I reflect back on the last five episodes, well, actually on the last 195 episodes, as I near that 200 landmark, it never ceases to amaze me just how incredible people are and what they are able to achieve. Here's the next 200. With guests all booked in to record well into next year, I really look forward to sharing with you more relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations. And a final reminder that if you're not signed up to my weekly newsletter, please head over to amyrowlandson.com and sign up today. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.